0: All right, welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. I'm Josh. That is Jim. I am back. Thank you so much, Jim, for covering for me yesterday. I had to go pick up a a truck. Got the truck. I'm good to go. I'm happy. Uh, I got got my ride to take to Tennessee this weekend.
1: Yeah. It's going to be fun.
0: Tavernsandtruth.com. If you guys want to fly out to Seversville, Tennessee, and come meet me and Jim, you can. Or or you, you can just join us on July 2nd. 2023 at the Beachcomber in Canisius Lake where we're going to have a meet and greet July 4th celebration from noon to 3 p.m. You can find that on WYSL's Facebook page as well as the Red Pill Project's Facebook page. We hope to see uh, hope to see you guys there. That's going to be awesome. Jim, how you doing?
1: Sure. Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, looking forward to the trip tomorrow and uh, lots of neat things happening. So enjoy, I'm going to enjoy the time in uh, Pigeon Forge.
0: Pigeon Forge. Well, we're in Sevierville, yeah. but you know
1: yeah well and it's uh if you guys have ever been to that area I, I have really been amazed that you know when i spent the time there uh, i was there for two months and uh it was i mean that i didn't realize how much there was to do in east tennessee uh, pretty neat hmm. place a uh, lot of four-wheel drive jeep trails and all kinds of cool stuff and you could take tours and uh cast iron did you know that that's where the uh, that lodge cast iron that most people actually have that that you should be cooking with you should never cook with teflon or aluminum Uh, but the lodge cast iron pans or pots or, or, uh, what do we call it? Are all made there in, um, in that area. So it's pretty cool.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Well, what do we have going on in the world? I mean, I hear, every time I hear that word new world order, I'm like, man, they're still here. They're they're still, we're
1: shuffling the deck though. That right. We're not, it's, it's the, it's the new world order is shuffling the deck. Who's going to be on top? Will it be Russia? Will it be China? Will it be India? Will it be some other third, fourth-ranked oh, party Jim, that's going to pop I mean, up it, there?
0: Just stop it there! I come on, man. We we <laughs> already know that China is leading the way at that. The United States is uh, um, still in the lead, but uh, China is is very close behind and making their moves. Um, you know, I've noticed some interesting patterns the last few days, and I want to kind of explain this to people to see if they see what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. So. Last week, we learned that 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate that were being carried in a train car disappeared. The train yeah. got delivered. The train, train got there, and there was no ammonium nitrate. 60,000 pounds were gone out of one of the train cars, and they have oh, no idea what happened. It was loaded in there. It
1: evaporated. It right, evaporated. Right.
0: It was loaded and in there. It traveled uh-huh. hundreds of miles, and then it was gone. Okay. Yeah. Immediately after this, well, a few days after this, we have this uh, this image of the Pentagon explosion. Someone claiming on Twitter that there was an explosion at the Pentagon, and multiple news sources picked this up and started spreading it as if it was true. Um, unfortunately, Oops. well, fortunately, it was a deep fake. It was an AI-generated image. There was no explosion at the Pentagon. The same night, the same night, a mm-hmm. 19-year-old Missourian Uh, who is definitely not white, Uh, drove a U-Haul into the gates of the White House, into the the entry point of the White House, and he was carrying a Nazi flag, and the headlines read, White Supremacists uh, Attacks White House. Uh, And then just a few hours later, The Atlantic, which is a popular progressive magazine, ...published an article saying how white uh, white supremacy is no longer just for white people, that they're recruiting oh, no. all different types of people. And if you remember the, the, the active shooter that they had in Texas a few weeks ago that killed uh, five or six people... Um, was Hispanic and a white supremacist with Nazi tattoos all over him. Um, he's not a white supremacist, he's a neo-Nazi. There's a big difference between someone who identifies as a Nazi and someone who identifies as a white supremacist. They're both nationalists, ultra-nationalists in their sense, but their nationalism typically lays within their own race. So ethnic mm-hmm. or nationalism. Okay, so yeah. we have all of these events unfolding like this. Then today... A car has crashed into the gates at Downing Street in London. And so this is right. like the White House in London. So a, a car just crashed into the gates at Downing Street. So
1: okay.
0: two days ago, the White House, a U-Haul crashes in there with the Nazi flag. Today, right. a car crashes into the gates of Downing Street. We have 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate, which was the same explosive used in the Oklahoma City bombing. Um, And that was only 20,000 pounds, by the way, Um, missing. We have deep fakes being put out there that there was an attack on the Pentagon. Does anybody else get the sense or feeling that there's about to be a major terrorist event in the world and that it's going Mm -hmm. to be blamed on right wingers?
1: Well, see, it's setting it up, right? It's all the precursors to this, right? So you normalize the conversation over and over again saying white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy. And if you do that enough, then when an explosion happens, what's everybody going to – what's the mockingbird going to say? White supremacy because that's what they've been taught to do. And the sad part of this is whatever we're getting ready to see, they know what they're doing. They know they're setting all these things up. And uh, the, the the normies out there who are not paying attention to this will absolutely fall for the nine eleven situation that we know is racing towards us like an out-of-control freight train. There are no well, brakes.
0: Well, exactly. And what's going to happen is when something of that caliper happens – Uh, the the amount of government response is going to be massive. And what I mean by that is the fear-mongering. Because Mm -hmm. what they do is they implement a state of fear within the conservatives and Republicans in Congress with such backlash from the fear that is generated within the public that they have to pass legislation like the Patriot Act and these types of things. And Mm so... We have multiple different crises pending right now. We have the debt ceiling, which if, if it's not reached pretty much by tomorrow or Monday, the government is going to go bankrupt and they won't be able to pay their bills, including the interest on all of their bonds. Um, and they won't be able to pay veterans, and they won't be able to pay Social Security. They won't be able to pay really anything. Um, and from that, about one point three, uh, you'll have a one point three percent increase in unemployment rates across the country. If it sustains for three to six months, you'll see that rise about 3.6%. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's not gonna be good because we're gonna have a negative market reaction on Monday, no matter what. If nothing happens tomorrow or today or tomorrow, you're gonna have a negative, mar- negative market reaction on Monday. And the banks are gonna start panicking because they don't have the income, even though they're, they're already underwater. They have too many liabilities, not enough assets. Their assets are bonds, which are underwater. And if the government's not going to pay out those bonds, ooh, that becomes a big problem. Uh, We have the Fed now system being implemented, which is going to resolve all of that for you. It's going to take your pains and worries away. Don't worry. The federal government is here (laughs) to save you. Um, Then we have uh, Tedros from the World Health Organization coming out and exclaiming that the next pandemic is going to be even deadlier. It's going to be even deadlier. He just announced this two days ago. And I find it highly unusual that... Two days after that, the World Health Organization and the United Nations releases disease X, an undisclosed pathogen with the potential to unleash a deadlier pandemic resides within the WHO's roster of priority diseases, according to the New York Post. And so this article comes out today. So Tedros comes out two days ago and says, oh, the next the next pandemic to be bad. It's going to be bad. Well, well, Jim, let's think about this. Okay. Previous to COVID-19, when was the last pandemic we had?
1: uh let's see four years to that four years um and that so was, it was what was
0: 1919 out... jim
1: oh the, the oh the last pandemic i'm sorry yeah. i thought you were talking about the last scare we did with the whole no, no, the last bird pandemic. flu and swine flu 100 and...
0: years 100 years yeah so in all of our technological involvement uh-huh. right it took 100 years for the next pandemic to actually come about and and it really came about because of man-made causes we all know that we understand that but now they're like, whoa, dude, we're going to have another one here very shortly. Like, it's coming, like, five years. Like, wait, hold on. This is not matching historical record here. You know, right. you have, like, the Blue Blublonic Plague, which was the one previous to 1919. That was 1519. Um, so these things are not common. Why are you trying to say that we're going to have another one? Oh, there's just too many people. There's, oh, oh. Now, now it starts to make a lot of sense. <laughs> too many people, and they're unhealthy, and all this other stuff. So... Guys, I'm telling you right now, get prepared. They're about to release yeah. a bioweapon on the world that is going to kill a lot of people. Now, I know some people out there, like, viruses don't exist. I know some people are out there, like, you know, I got a good immune system. I understand. I, 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 I truly do understand. But when this does hit, understand that their methodology is to kill you. That yeah. their their point is to lock down the world population. To implement restrictions, tyranny, oppression, to crash the economy, to make you poor, to make you dependent upon the government, and to eliminate you in concentration camps. And this is potentially what I see coming next. And I think but, that this will happen before the 2024 election, Jim. I really do. What your boy
1: you? DeSantis, I know you're thinking DeSantis is going to win, but your boy DeSantis has signed the, uh, the concentration camps under a pandemic or a health emergency I mean, he just announced his presidency. You know, he's going to run for president, which all that is a money grab, and that he's going to lock down Floridians, and it will be the biggest slap in their face because everybody's all like, "Oh, Ron DeSantis is about freedom and guns," and no, he's not. He's just setting you guys up to knock you right down, nice and easy, because you're not going to be ready to defend yourself. I'm sorry if you guys, if you guys like to- DeSantis. Sorry, I'm not in the camp. I'm not that guy. So, yeah, he's he's done too much. I don't like
0: so right now if we go to russia so by the way for for everybody who doesn't understand what's happening with russia russia are masters at propaganda and disinformation okay now as much as like the enemy of my enemy is my friend and i'm rooting for for russia to be successful in the denazification of ukraine i don't care about russia i don't want to live in russia i think russia are are criminals okay and you have um the the head of Wagner, which is like their paramilitary organization, who came out a few weeks ago and was yelling at Putin about not having enough ammunition and the military is not helping and they're going to pull out all their troops on May 12th. Um, If you do that in Russia, Putin's going to arrest you and kill you. But Putin didn't do that to this man. It's not the first time he's done it. Um, And they said they're going to pull out Wagner on May 12th. Well, guess what? The Ukrainians fell for it and Wagner never pulled out and they took Bakhmut. Now, yesterday, he comes out and says 20,000 Wagner troops have been killed, and this is Putin's fault. It's psychological warfare, guys. We'll talk more about that in a minute. We'll be right back with Dark Delight Show.
1: Dark Delight on the WYSL stations.
0: Oh, great tune. All right, back with the Dark Delight Show. Hello. And so, you know, the head of Wagner, as I was saying, just came out yesterday and he's like, 20,000 Wagner troops were killed and defending Bakhmut and this is all Putin's fault. This is just disinformation. So this is the rile up the Ukrainians because what they're trying to do with the psychological warfare is their Ukraine has blasted through their, their front lines, they blasted through their backup lines, and now they're pulling in, like, 14- and 16-year-olds and training right. them within a week to go out to the battlefield. Like, Ukraine is hurting. They've had hundreds of thousands of people killed, and their population is only, like, 60 million. Um, so what, what Wagner and Russia are trying to do is they're trying to get Ukraine to play their last move. They want them to do their final offensive because they have something waiting for them. And so this is critically important to understand is that they know Ukraine has the ability to do this, what they call the spring offensive, and it's almost summer. Um, Ukraine has came out multiple times and says that we're going to do it. They're going to make their move. Uh, Russia just took Bakhmut, but what we're seeing here is Russia basically taunting them with Wagner's CEO going, oh man, we're getting our butts kicked out there. Oh, they're kicking our butt out there. The kind of ra- rival up the, uh, the Western propaganda. This is kind of West, uh, Russian humor, how they do it. Um, right. So we're about to see Ukraine launch this offensive, and when it happens, it's going to be smacked down like you wouldn't believe. And, and you know, here's a, here's a logical argument if ukraine was winning in in in, if ukraine was winning against russia jim right why do they need more money why do they need more ammunition why do they need f-16s why do they need missile defense systems
1: Uh, (laughs) because it's all bs um let me ask you a quick question here how long does it take a u.s military personnel to train on an f-16 in a standard training protocol do you know this
0: so, yeah, you know, it's uh, about four years. So yeah. <laughs> once you become a pilot through – once you go through flight school, you have to go through flight school. You have to learn on lesser uh, aircraft first. So you start flying on the uh, the training jets, the Cessnas. Um, right. Then you go on to uh, kind of uh, bigger aircraft from there, and you have to go through a series of different schools. And it's about four years of training required to pilot an F-16.
1: So how are they going to have these guys, like, we're just going to give you guys, like, some F-16s. And, so I hey, think here, what go they're flying. doing
0: is they're taking actual pilots, already fighter pilots, who are probably familiarized with the uh, the F-14 Tomahawks. Uh, you know, maybe the F-18s or the SU-25s, right? So they're probably already right. familiarized with the MiG fighters. And so they're just giving yeah. them an advanced... Uh, aircraft now. So basically what they're doing is giving them a highly more advanced aircraft, better sensors, better missile systems, better flight controls. Um, So the upgrade for those pilots would probably take a few months. It wouldn't be that difficult.
1: Yeah, But those are, I mean, those are kind of our pride and joy. I mean, the F-16s have been a staple since the 70s or 80s, I guess you would say, um, that we've really been able to use them through generations of pilots here. And the fact that we're just going to go over there, we did we, did we have planes just laying around? Do we have that much access, excess in the military that we're just going to go and throw them a few F-16s that we didn't need? I mean, so, th- th- actually, none of this makes sense.
0: Actually, yes. I mean, the F-16 um, is not being it, – it's, it's been kind of being phased out. The F-16 Falcon has kind of been phased out uh, for a while now. I don't think they're buying them new anymore. And the reason right. for that is because of the joint fighter the joint strategic fighter that's out there. You have the F twenty two and the F thirty five that are really taking its place.
1: Right. Well, I was an F sixteen crew chief, so it's kind of uh, <laughs> it's kind of near and dear to me. I like the old girl, and then I think she's a great uh, aircraft. And uh, but they are chaos in the sky. Uh, people don't realize that they are just a great big jet engine. With some little wings hanging out the side of it, and everything else is just a miracle because <laughs> yeah. they are they are violent um they do things that other aircraft had never done and and there's still a lot of things that they are very good in their little window of, of uh uh expertise but yeah they were they were great aircrafts and uh, to see that i mean I, I what I know is I know these aircraft, and I'm like sitting there going, oh yeah, we're just gonna go give you some aircraft, you guys go suit down the Russians. You know, it's like, okay, are you going to take the American flag off of it, or are you going to leave uh, the Russian flags on, like you did all your Ukrainian equipment? I mean, mm-hmm. anyway, now I just this whole thing stinks. I don't, I don't like it. We're throwing dumb, you know, we're throwing fiat currency at uh, down a well that is endless pit and will never, you know, recover. How, what, what's the return on investment? I mean, shouldn't we be doing this because we're going to see a benefit on the backside? I mean, what, what are we seeing on the backside of this? What's going to be the benefit of actually doing that, giving them um, all this money and equipment?
0: There, there is. Hiding I, our secrets? I, well, they're, they're trying to secure Europe and trade and, and politics yeah, right. and stop Russia's, uh, Russia's rise. Now, here's the thing about Russia. We We talked about kind of what Russia's plan was, what Russia really wanted to do. Um, in the sense of going into Ukraine, and they say they just want to denazify, uh, free the Donbass region. But, oh, um, thank you. you know, there is something interesting. <laughs> so we just had a terror attack um, that occurred in the Belgorod region of Russia. So Ukraine soldiers drove over into Russia in U.S. military equipment, uh, vehicles, and they uh-huh. performed a terrorist attack and killed civilians. And so the Russian special forces went out there and complete uh, basically their hundred first airborne, annihilated uh-huh. these terrorist groups. Uh, this was right. led by Major General Lapin, who is one of the senior military officers leading the operation to eliminate the Ukrainian terrorists in Belgorod. Um, interesting enough, General Lapin is wearing a patch on his right arm. Can you guess what that mm. patch is?
1: No, tell me
0: it's the old Soviet flag
1: Oh. The Soviet it is, Union.
0: It is the Soviet uh, Union flag, the big red flag with the, uh, right? the hammer and sickle in the left-hand corner with the star. And I said, yeah. why is he wearing that? Military
1: don't make mistakes like that. They don't, no, oops, they I put the don't. wrong patch on today.
0: So you have a man by the name of Alexander Dugin, who is the mm-hmm. uh, the, the mentor to Vladimir Putin. If you remember, um, a few months ago, back in August, there was an assassination attempt on Dugin, and his daughter was killed. Right. Okay. Um, Dugin is a Russian nationalist who is kind of right winger. Kind of he 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 believes in the democratic process and kind of a Republican setup, but more of a uh, He's called for the return of the Soviet Union many times. And so there's speculation that what's actually happening in Russia is Russia wants to secure Ukraine and then start wiping out all the other um, non-NATO alliance members out there. That's why there's this big rush in Eastern Europe for all of them to join NATO. So there very well could possibly be this uh, drive by Putin and the Russians to restore the former glory of the Soviet Union wow i don 't doubt it no? I, I, I honestly yeah. don 't I mean with China doing their empire building through infiltration in um, asymmetrical warfare, Russia utilizing psychological warfare kinetic warfare, um, Russia could easily it, it, listen it, if it wasn 't for the United States, Russia would sweep well over europe mm-hmm. like they could take over the majority of countries in Europe once they get to like germany and in and, and britain it 's going to be a little bit difficult. But uh, because they they have nuclear arsenals. But all of Eastern Europe has no chance against Russia. So you just heard, I don't know if you just heard this, but Russia has began moving nuclear weapons into Belarus.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Why do, how many, how many uh, soldiers do we have in Germany on that base in Germany? I mean, how many do we have there, 25,000?
0: Yeah, it, I think we actually moved about um uh, another 25,000 troops into that area um just so a, a, a few months ago. Yeah. Not in actually in the Poland. We have about 25,000 in Poland, I believe.
1: We don't need to be in thing Poland. All we're doing, man, we oh, the the drums of the of uh, the war drums are beating, aren't they? I mean, mm-hmm. the, you can see they're setting this up for failure. All they're doing is antagonizing each other. And then they're going to go, oops, now we're in the war. Sorry, we'll have to kill a bunch of you. I mean, well, what, the, what are we doing?
0: I find it interesting that there. So here's the thing it's the United States gave warnings to Russia and said, do not move nuclear weapons in the Belarus." and now russia started moving nuclear weapons into Belarus today so That's, the only reason russia would do this though is if there is nuclear weapons in ukraine or in poland which i do believe that there's nuclear weapons in poland that were right. armed there by the united states we knew that so this is basically a, a a cuban missile crisis all over but all right we'll be right back with more dark light show after this
1: dark delight on the wysl stations
0: all right, back to the Dark Delight show. And, and I was making kind of a, a funny post on Twitter earlier when I saw that uh, uh, Lukashenko says Russia has began moving nuclear weapons at Polaris. I said, well, it was nice knowing you all. I heard there are some bunkers in Iowa. At least the land will be cheap after a few years.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: I, just, I, do, I don't trust the deep state. I don't trust Joe Biden. It's not that I don't trust Russia. Russia is yeah. completely being defensive here. The only reason that they're moving nukes in the Belarus is because the United States moved nukes in the tur- into uh, Poland,
1: right? And and this is that this is the I mean, what do you call it? Gaslighting or the reverse psychology effect? Don't you dare move miss- missiles in there as we're moving our missiles in. What do they have to do? They have to move their missiles. I mean, big game of risk here, and I don't like the way we're rolling the dice, boys. It doesn't yeah, look, look good.
0: I don't know if you heard that Reverend Franklin Graham has warned America that the storm is coming. It's headed our way, mm. that all uh, all the demons in hell have been turned loose.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that. I did see that. And so what, is that, what does that tell me then? Is he, is he trying to predict something or is he giving us some indicators?
0: Uh, well, I, I think that everybody understands it. Is that people yeah. are fed up. People have had enough. And that this government is just going to keep on moving forth with overstepping violations of the Constitution. The state of Minnesota just did this yesterday. They just passed gun legislation in Minnesota that makes anybody with high-capacity magazines a criminal, anybody with AR-15s a criminal. Like They they just banned all semi-automatic weapons that appear to look like assault weapons. Minnesota.
1: Minnesota? Minnesota. So where are you moving to?
0: uh, Probably North Carolina. We were just talking about it. I would I would like huh. North Carolina to be gets me get me some land. My problem is the kids, you know. You just switched them from right. one school to another school and, and that's just oh, yeah. so hard on them. But you know, we, we got to be in a place that's safe and Minnesota just went the heck and uh, they they they're banning all basically assault rifle types, all Colt AR style rifles. Now
1: possessing uh, or purchasing.
0: Well, so it's 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 purchasing and private purchase. Um, they basically put massive restrictions in there. You need to get... Firstly, in order to get a rifle in the state, you need a permit. A rifle or pistol in the state, you need to get a permit. What? So you, you have to go to the county and actually get a permit to get one. And um, they just banned high-capacity magazines. Um, what else did they do? They increased the age to 21 years of age to buy a pistol. It, it, it's just... It, it's horrible, man. And then they just legalized... Uh, basically, legalize all drugs because paraphernalia and residues of drugs are no longer criminal. So right. they have needle dispensaries going up all over the drug stores and pharmaceutical stores and hospitals and uh, various stores have to carry uh, needles for heroin addicts. Right. And so if you know how San Francisco streets look, this is exactly what San Francisco did. This is exactly what Oregon did. This is what Washington did. And they have an right. epidemic of uh addicts that are flowing to their states
1: wow i did not realize minnesota was really traveling down that path i thought you guys were better than that
0: well they stole they stole this last this last election and they got the house uh the the house parliament in here and that was it That that's all they needed
1: wow that is that is i am in awe of that i really thought minnesota would do better than that
0: well, you know, here's the thing is, I, like, I, I talk to a lot of people out here, and uh, these people aren't happy, and these are not the type of people you want to mess with. hmm these, these are the, the the descendants of Vikings. Everybody's like <laughs> 6'4", blonde hair, long blonde hair, and blue There's eyes. There's a lot
1: of nice Russians guns. there, too. Yeah, a lot of old school like Russian guns. families.
0: Yeah, and so I have a feeling that you're going to see some uh, pushback here in Minnesota. But that's, right. that's their thing. That's what they do. They overwhelm all these states with this legislation because there's only a few of these, uh, these public interest groups, right, that can right. actually fight these lawsuits. So if you have 30 states with the same legislation, you can't fight it in every state. You can only fight it in a few different states. But the objective right. would be to get to the Supreme Court. But Amy Comey Barrett just knocked it down in Indiana and said, nope, I'll, I'll whatever the, the lower court says, we'll rule with. And that's wow. mass. This is not good, man. So they are coming no. for our guns. I think that they need, they need to have these restrictions in place before, before the lockdowns. And I think what will happen is the next thing that will happen is the lockdowns. And you remember when Louisiana, after the hurricane hit? Yeah. They went and confiscated all the guns? Yep. I think that that's going to be the next step. I think that that's what they're going to do. If they're going to lock down over, under a pandemic and mm-hmm. when people are disconnected, they'll probably take communications down saying China did it or something or a terrorist event or whatever it is during the pandemic. And the satellite will...
1: phone thing with the senators and all that?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to add that into the whole spiel I was saying earlier. <sighs> but then they'll yeah. start coming to people's homes and confiscating guns because crime and violence is on the rise because people are scared. And so they need to get the, hand, the guns out of the hands of, of everybody.
1: Right. If, if we can't play nice, then we all get, you know we all have to you know, go home so everybody gets their ball taken away. Wow, uh, what an absolute mess. And folks, well, hey, we did it.
0: Here, here in <laughs> Minnesota, what you would see is towns and communities coming together and forming militias and armies.: Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you you would. And everything from you the sheriff's to. on down. It's exactly what right. you would see.
1: Well, I think it's I think it's necessary. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know what else to say. I mean, why am I why do I feel like I have to hesitate to say something? But in reality, I shouldn't have to say, hesitate to say anything cuz this this is my country. And and I get to do I get to do in my country what I want because my public servants are not my leaders. My public servants are underneath me. They have less constitutional rights than I have. And I don't understand why we we don't understand the power that we really do have. I guess if we don't ever exercise the power of the Constitution, then the Constitution is absolutely worthless. I mean, what if you don't practice it? Then what is it? I mean, that you you have to use it to you use it or you lose it. Well, we're not using the Constitution the way it was written, the way that they supposedly say our founding fathers put together. And they, then everybody goes like, "Well, we're trying to save the democracy. We're not a dang democracy. <laughs> we are a constitutional republic." And I don't know, it. you got, got me a little wound up with your Minnesota announcement there. <laughs> oh, folks, folks, please, please pay attention. This is not the time to walk away gently into the night and say, oh, they, they will figure it out and I will live on. You're not going to live on. This is not going to end well. Very, very uh, end times effect, right? What do you call it? End times? Do you go biblical? Do you go world order? Do you go... W-H-O, W-A-F, what, I mean, what is it?
0: Yeah. Mean, which one do you do? Let, let's add insult to injury, Jim. Oh, great. Lawless New York Democrat prosecutors have set a uh-huh. May trial date for the bogus We Build the Wall charges against Steve Bannon, something he was already pardoned for back in 2020.
1: What happened to so, the double indemnity double, thing?
0: Double, double jeopardy. That's what, the yeah. Seventh Amendment? Uh, listen, yeah. they, they can't do this. This is unconstitutional. <sighs> but they're gonna do it anyway.
1: Oh, folks, come on. What 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 is the what is the trigger that people need? I mean, what is it? What what do you say? Is it the thin blue line stands up and pushes back against these these tyrannical effects and, and orders? I mean, what what happens here? Who who actually is right and who is actually wrong on this whole thing, and who actually is gonna make the first step, mm-hmm. and who is who the first step is gonna be? You know, every it's gonna be a mess, right? Mm. Oh. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's bad. We're, um, we're heading anyway.
0: for a firestorm. The world is <laughs> going to change. Well, the world is going to change. And, and listen, yeah, there, there's no reason for everybody to be scared here. Listen, God, God wins in the end. um This this is not definitely not part of any plan, but I think that all of this needs to happen, and that this is part of the divine plan. I believe and uh-huh. that all this has to unravel the way it's unraveling and in the end i do believe that humanity will will stick up for what's good they'll stick up for what's right and they'll do what's right and what's just and so i think that uh i i think mm-hmm. that we're about to see citizens rising up and standing up against this tyrannical government
1: well i do too and i and i am i'm not scared i'm motivated But the thing is, is that I do know that there is going to be people that you know is just going to get the get the wrong impressions, do the wrong things, those kind of things. So it's I don't know. We just gotta we got to be careful, guys. And that's all I have to say on that.
0: And that's all I have to say about (laughs) that. That's
1: all we got to say about (laughs) that, man.
0: All right. Um, Anyway, DeSantis. DeSantis is running for president, Jim.
1: He's a tool. I am done. I am (laughs) out. He's not a winner. I mean, I think he's as absolutely as, as deep state as they come, folks. I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. Well, he, he went to abs- Yale.
0: He went to Yale. He was in the same mm-hmm. fraternity as uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, George Bush, and Jeb Bush. Uh, probably a member of Skull and Bones. Who knows? He, yeah. Um, he Secret just had Society. Jeb Bush. Yeah, he just had Jeb Bush at uh, one of his announcements a few months ago. Uh, his campaign manager worked for George Soros. <laughs>
1: come on. Um, Come on, Josh. That's a disqualifier right there. That is a full stop right there.
0: And and then just, um, what was it? It was last year there was information out there that uh, I think it was him and Anthony Fauci or him and someone of that nature, like Anthony Fauci's nature, um, had bought land together in uh, a state, Oklahoma. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was like weird. It was like, wait, why are these? Why is DeSantis and this guy? But he's friends with like Fauci and all these guys.
1: I don't get it. (sighs) Folks, we got to wake up, man. We got to wake up. We got to wake up. We got to do better than this, man. There is absolutely no way we can do this any different.
0: All right, we'll be back Mm. with more Dark Delight show right after this.
1: Dark Delight on the WYSL stations
0: that true so DeSantis um, is 80s. running for president and uh you know I, I don't have any faith in the man if people are like oh you know I like DeSantis he's a good guy let, let me tell you this is that uh 2020 DeSantis signed a bill that allows for medical professionals or any appointed official by the governor which is also includes law enforcement, to quarantine and detain somebody and take them to a quarantine camp if it's deemed without medical supervision that that person is a threat to public health. Um, yeah, oh yeah, he, he, he did that. He also signed the bill to allow for the confiscation of guns in the, the event of a national emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, he is taking campaign contributions from Big Pharma as well as uh, the, the big boys out there. So, uh, the big rhino establishment. So, you know, rhino is just a new word for neocon. And if we remember the neocon Dick Cheney mm-hmm. Bush agenda, th- that's who these people are. They're neocons. And what's the, right. what's the difference between the neocons and the Democrats? Is that when the neocons were in power, they owned the deep state. The deep state was neoconservative. Now the deep right. state is liberal. Or not even liberal, is communist, socialist. And right. so we have the, the, the neocons, uh, the rhinos, trying to take back control of the deep state. Why? Because that's where all the money and the power and the, the affluence is, and that's what they want to do. So they're, they're thinking that Ronnie DeSantis is their key to that. Um, obviously, I don't think that that's going to happen. But, Jim, you know, here's a, here's a probable scenario. Do you remember right. when Ronna McDaniel was running for RNC chairwoman this year, and she oh, was like yeah. seven to nine points behind in the polls behind Mike Lindell?
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: And she won right. by nine points.
1: Out of nowhere. Yeah.
0: Out of nowhere. Um, the same thing is going to happen to Ronda DeSantis at the RNC Republican National Committee for the for the prime for the primaries.
1: So they're gonna they're gonna Bernie Sanders, Trump. What you're saying?
0: Bernie Sanders Trump. Wow. That's my thoughts. That is... I mean, that's the best way to stop him. There's a lot yeah. of Republican establishment to do it. I mean, stopping Mike Lindell from becoming chairman was critical. Why do you think they cheated and got Ronald McDaniels in there? Nobody stood up and said anything.
1: Right. Well, that would put um, – if you do that, uh, that would put JFK Jr. in the bird seat, the cat bird seat to say – Hey, everybody jumps over and votes for him as opposed to Ron DeSantis.
0: RFK Jr. What did I say? You said JFK Jr.
1: He's oh, I'm sorry, RFK Jr. He's been Jr. For sorry, a long time, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that was that's fine. what no, well, Junior. Was no, I mean, we'll just say Junior, but you say so. It, so everybody jumps over because Junior's going to be over there on the Democrat ticket, and I don't know. I don't know how. How do you how do you see that? How do you see him playing out in this presidential election? RFK. Yeah.
0: Um, well, I don't see him getting the uh, the DNC nomination because it's rigged. They'll Bernie, oh, so they'll Sanders, Bernie him.
1: Sanders him too.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. But, but here's the thing is if he has enough support at the DNC, then you could see uproar. But Bernie Sanders had a lot of support there too, and that didn't happen for him. Uh, you know, the, the system's rigged, Jim. And there's nothing yes. you can do against the rigged system. The only thing that you can do is um, grab these people and and try them for treason and execute them. And, and you need the clean house like that. And that's the only thing that we can do to stop this from happening again is to make the punishment so unbearable for these crimes that nobody dare to do them. That's that's really the only thing. And you have to lead by example. So. You have to have some type of of institution that goes out there or some type of review that is independent, completely independent, that cannot be bought bought and sold, right, that goes out there and says, hey, this election was stolen. Who was involved in this? And you find the people involved in it and you start hanging them. You execute them. And and there's no jail time. There's, there, there is, there is, there is a court. You go through. You, know, you have to be convicted by a jury of your peers. But once you're convicted, it doesn't matter if you were just one person who, you know, ran a printing store that printed some fake ballots, or if you're someone who was, you know, attending to the the ballot machine and and reviewing signatures, and you just happen to allow seventy three thousand signatures through in three seconds, right? Yeah. That person. Oh, sorry. Well, you're guilty. Oh, okay. Well, well, what's my what's my punishment? death by execute uh, by execution death by firing squad that's your punishment and guess what happens is nobody wants to take that chance and risk again because other people have been caught and they died right and that's the punishment once you start having those high punishments for those crimes people think right. twice before committing them <sighs>
1: Well, that's why we did the uh, tar and feather and running them out on a rail. In the, in the old days, when these politicians got out of the got out of hand, we just took them out of office and we, we got rid of them. I mean, literally ran them out of town. I mean, that's what running them out on a rail means. I mean, it's very humiliating for them to never come back again. Yeah. So, uh, man, we got to get better in this. We can do better. We can do better. We are better. We are the difference, right?
0: We are the world. So, Jack uh, Jack Dorsey, the former CEO of Twitter and the founder of Twitter, came out yesterday and uh, quoted John F. Kennedy saying that we have to splinter the CIA, the NSA, and the FBI into a thousand pieces and scatter them into the winds. Quite kind of interesting from a man whose company was a uh, primary investor, was a company no, named Incutel, which is a, a venture capitalist incubator. For uh, the Central Intelligence Agency, and that he allowed his company to be completely infiltrated by the CIA, the FBI, and the White House to censor and to suppress free speech of American citizens. As now he's coming out, like, we need to get rid of these people that just, you know, funded my platform for all these years and gave us all this money, and we gave them access to suppress free speech. Man, we need to free them. We, we need to get rid of them. Pretty crazy, huh?
1: Well, that would, yeah. Just doesn't Uh, make sense. Josh, yeah, no. Okay, so here's the thing. Not
0: included. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah, really.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing with this, and this is why it's so hard to tackle any one of this. Like we talk about, um, you talk about how like the head, the the Hydra, right? Remember Hell Hydra from the uh, Avengers and all that stuff? You cut off the head, and another head appears. Well, I mean, we really are in that situation that we are. We don't know. We, we let's say we got. Let's say George Soros does die today. Let's say he just falls off the edge of the Earth. Okay. Well, there's going to be another George Soros right behind him. His his grandson, his son, whoever. There's another one there. And the sad part of this is, is it, it, it's it's like going in and trying to get rid of Bermuda grass. You ever, you ever try to kill Bermuda grass? You got to go back in. Like you you throw Roundup on it. And then you go and you cut it all out and you chop it all out, and then you got to wait like two weeks or three weeks or a month, and then you spray it again, and then you cut all that out, and then you got to wait another month or you know, and then spray it again. It takes like three or four months to actually get rid of Bermuda. And what I'm pointing out is that the fact that if we got rid of the 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 liars and the cheaters out there. it would be a situation where you got to go in and you got to you got to get rid of them and then you got to be ready for the next wave of them and then you got to get rid of them again and you got to get rid of them again and you got to get rid of them again and you just got to stay active on that and somewhere along the line we forgot to stand a post and be the sentinels of our freedom and i think that's where we're at right now I don't know if my my grass-killing analogy works or not. (laughs) But Bermuda grass can grow uh, roots up to eight feet in the ground, six to eight feet in the ground to find water sources. So that means these are deep. This is the deep, deep, deep crap that we're dealing with. And we need to be mindful that we cannot just do a one and done. Oh, we got rid of Hillary. Okay, we're free now.
0: No, it's not that way. Not that way at all. Oh, man. I'm all well, today. Well, guys, it's been fun. Uh, just, a, just a reminder, we have a show with you tomorrow, and then Monday we'll be on a rerun due to Memorial Day. I hope all of you guys have a fantastic day today. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good day.